Okay, why don't you start by making a list of all the objects around you? The moment that you have this, suddenly you have new triggers. Right? Then you open up new questions which are slightly less typical like modular, resizable. Welcome to Stuck in Design, where our founders share candid conversations about design, creativity and business. Let's begin. So today, uh, we want to ask some questions about creativity. So maybe we can start off um, with the first question of how would you define a creative person? You think of things in a little bit more of a tangential way. You know, you look around the edges a bit more than the typical solution. But yet at the same time, creative means you make something, right? You, you, you create something useful, right? Uh, while you're looking around the slightly untouched areas or the more obscure ways of thinking, you still have a very strong desire to bring that oddness back to some kind of resonance with uh, people, right? Or usage uh, purpose. So yeah, in short, creativity is about being able to find new, maybe more unexpected answers while being able to drive it back for utility. Right? I think that, that kind of, if I were to give you a quick uh, anyhow definition of it, yeah, that's what I would say. So actually, do you think that these can be learned? Or, you know, if, if I'm someone who wants to cultivate my creativity, and learn to be more open and more able to think tangentially, can that be learned? Oh, certainly. Like yeah, certainly. Do you have any like other, I guess, quick, maybe, maybe not quick, but um, tangible things that say someone who wants to start being going into creativity can do? I believe that everyone can do quite some creative work. Some would be more talented, right? uh, more gifted in the area, and they would do it a lot better. But I think that most people can do quite some creative work if given some methods. Uh, now, if we were to talk about a very tangible example, just uh, from the idea of um, dealing with, say, a topic and you're given like a blank slate, say you need to solve a problem around uh, around water bottles, right? I'm just seeing whatever that's on your table, around water bottles. And if you were to ask someone to start from there and create new possibilities, it might be really difficult. You might start to get very standard answers like, hey, uh, let's make it modular, let's add colors to it, let's give it a handle, let's um, make it big size, small size, collapsible, you know, adjustable. You will get the very standard answers. Right? And, or some people who are not attuned to this process even right, would find it like quite daunting because the blank piece of paper is uh, quite scary. Right? Anything that you put down is almost like a um, representation of your thoughts and your person, so you are a bit embarrassed right, uh, to kind of even start. Uh, one way to really hack this, uh, because it's difficult to say create an idea, uh, but it's actually not difficult for people to make lists. Right? It's really easy to make lists and you just say, okay, why don't you start by making a list of all the objects around you? 
right? And you say, okay, I have a chair here, I have like some shelves behind me, I have hair on people around here, right? I have lights that are around, I have a cup here. And once you have a list like that, uh, this list can be very quickly made by anyone, right? 20, 30 long list, right? The moment that you have this, and you say, okay, why don't you start to think of a new water bottle in relation to each element on this list? Suddenly you have new triggers. You might say that like, hey, a water bottle and a cup have some interesting relationship uh, with each other. They are somewhat related. What if a water bottle was more like a cup or could become a cup? Or what if my cup on my desk could become my bottle? Right? Then you open up new questions which are slightly less typical like modular, resizable. Right? And, then, and then now, uh, if you look at the other things in your list that we have mentioned, uh, shelves. I have no idea what a shelf and a water bottle has any relation to each other. But if we were to try to squeeze something out, then um, what if a water bottle was designed to sit more neatly on shelves? Right? Would there ever be a, you know, that's a trigger thought, a starting thought, but will there ever be a context where this is necessary? Um, I do not know whether we can immediately find one like that, but the, the initial premise of that thought, water bottle that is good for shelves, might lead us to think about schools, right? And how preschool children all bring a water bottle and then when they start of the class, they all deposit in a corner, right? In a tray or something like that. Uh, is there some way to innovate in this space so that maybe either the water bottles don't get mixed up so that maybe in COVID times it's less, uh, you know, uh, it's more hygienic, right? Or maybe it's just neater, you know, that it doesn't look like a cacophony of colors in the corner of the classroom and the straps are everywhere. Right? Does the shelf or the bottle manage the strap so that it doesn't you know, like get frustrating for the teachers? So there are many possibilities the moment that we trigger our minds and we hack it using certain kind of clever uh, techniques that don't put us in the spot of having to have an inspiration. Right? We have a systematic way to get inspiration. We say, let's make a list. Right? Everyone can do that. Now, from the list, let's find something that's a bit more... Uh, sparked off by that list as a beginning idea, that usually would be somewhat unusable or irrelevant to people. Then we have to ask the question, in what context and to what kind of persons is this relevant? And with the shelf bottle thingy, uh, we can jog our memories a little bit to see, oh, maybe preschools, maybe in the army, you know, um, where there's, or maybe in hospitals, is there some kind of need for a bottle that is more compatible or more well considered in relation to shelves. Or you could be very flexible and say that like, hey, maybe it's, shelves is the key idea, but it's not so much about shelves, but it's maybe about organization and storage, right? So what is a water bottle that is better for organization and storage and who in what context will need this, right? So yeah, that's, that's kind of maybe um, this five minute quick example to show you that there are methods around creativity if we were to get trained on it. Yeah, I think um, because you have introduced uh, this sort of method to, mm -hmm. to some of us in NUS la, when mm -hmm. we were studying and um, I guess for myself, I always found it a bit, uh, like I understood it in theory mm -hmm. because you're able to, um, like I think what you used was like fourth merit, right? Mm -hmm. And kind of taking things and intentionally putting them together to think of new ideas. But for me, I always found it more difficult when I had to answer a particular project brief mm. and I felt as though like say if we go back to the water bottle example mm. um, 
while I can come up with a list to pair the water bottle with, I'm not always able to make it then relevant to the project. Mm. Yeah, and that, that's where I always found it to be a bit difficult when there are additional um, constraints on more than one level, more than one plane that I have to grapple with. Mm. Yeah, so yeah, I, I don't know. So I always understood it in theory, but I could never properly apply it to be completely relevant la, to what I was trying to do. Mm. It's true that sometimes such a method may bring you kind of uh, outside of the project, right? And we don't, we, we have to kind of accept that when we want to find new and creative solutions, we are walking around the edges, right? And when we walk around the edges, we'll find a lot of things that we don't need. Um, that's part of the natural waste of innovation that we have to deal with. A lot of people can accept when we say, you know, we are in an R&D situation in the sciences and we're doing experiments year after year with no much results. Everything is uh, money burning down the drain somewhat, right? Not that it's really burning down the drain, but out of like the 9,900,000 that are spent in it, like sometimes there's just a um, small experiment costing $1,000 to do that gives you the answer. But if you hadn't done that $999,000 uh, worth of things, you cannot find that $1,000 uh, big answer that you've been finding. So creativity, uh, sometimes people put too much uh, expectations on it that it's meant to be like some magic bullet. You work on it, you get the answer immediately, always guaranteed. But it isn't, you know, when you're trying to find new things, you have to find new irrelevant things, right? So, um, that said, right, the creativity is also one of those things where it's like a muscle, at least in how I've experienced it uh, myself and with students. It's like a muscle that you, the more you work it, the better uh, your connecting of the dots gets. And if you are frequently exercising it in such a manner to make disparate connections between things, you might find that you find answers that are relevant faster also. So the moment that you are faced with a constraint situation and you want to find an answer specific to it, you connect the dots better than others just because your, your mind is always firing all these type of various connections. And this is where you, know, you will get that kind of response if you're coaching students, they're like, how do you do that? <laughs> you know, like I, you, I hear you explain this. It seems to be like yes, logical makes sense. But how do you do that, right? Of course, this has been you know um, trained and trained and trained over so many years. One would do it a lot faster if you are trained. Uh, whereas if you aren't and you're new to it, then work that muscle, right? Uh, what I'm just saying is that um, like any kind of uh, useful skill, it doesn't just come naturally. Some of us might have it a little bit better, more um, adept at it. But still, even those who have some level of talent in this have to work it to, to get it to be in a place that's usable. And the thing is, I find that creativity, interestingly, interestingly right, um, is not so exclusive as certain type of talents. Certain type of talents, I actually can, you can work there, work, work your butt off at it and it will just never happen. If you cannot sing, you know, <laughs> you know uh, I think maybe some level of training can get it to be better, but you, yeah, it's... But creativity, I've seen that like, mm, 
it's very possible with, with most individuals. Thanks for joining us today and we'll see you next week to get stuck in design.